0: I'm Mike Kapler, along with uh, Joel Brzezinski, and this is Growing in Grace, and you can find all of our podcasts at growingingrace.org. Thanks for sharing it with a friend. Mr. Brzezinski, how are you doing? Hey, doing
1: good, and you got that right. Uh, thanks uh, for listening, and thanks for sharing it with a friend. We got people all around this great big globe which, uh, of course, it's a small world after all with this Facebook world and you know people being able to be connected all around the world, the person halfway across the globe, and we're able to communicate with them in real time. That's pretty cool. And so um, as you're out and about on that Internet highway, as they call it, <laughs> do feel free to share the podcast, Grow in a Grace, uh, with your friends and uh, whoever you uh, communicate with out there.
0: You know, uh, the past couple of weeks or so, Joel, we were talking about Jesus being the will of God as opposed to the law, and the commandments, the prophets. We covered a lot of that in Hebrews, and maybe we can just take that a little step further today because, you know, I think the church world, many of us who have been associated with it in one way, shape, or form, we've been part of a system that has, has taught things backwards. We had a pastor friend of ours years ago who who made the statement, and it sticks in my head like crazy, but he made the statement that the Bible could be the most dangerous book you'll ever read if you do not understand the gospel and I think there's hmm. a lot of a lot of that going around, not really understanding what the gospel is because I don't know about uh, some of our listeners out there, but I'm sure in your case Joel and and certainly in mine, a lot of it sort of stemmed from a a somewhat legalistic perspective. In other words, the the requirements were put upon us to try to live out the Christian life through our own efforts of trying to keep the rules, trying to keep the commandments, trying to do what's right, trying to live a moral lifestyle, all attempting to do this stuff. You know, we we had the right intentions and probably the people who taught us this had the right intentions, but it was taken us completely in the opposite direction from where God wanted us to go. Remember what we covered the past couple of weeks, that the commandments, uh, the animal sacrifices, the law as a whole, was never the will of God. It was given to us as as a tool to point us as a tutor to Jesus Christ, His Son, who was the will of God manifested.
1: Yeah, that's exactly it, and that's really what I, I hope that with us communicating what we're communicating here, and then anyone else around the world who is communicating the gospel, I, I really would hope that people can will make this clear uh, to your audience, whoever you're... Uh, talking with, communicating the gospel with, because it's true that, yes, uh, there was this thing called the law, the Ten Commandments, and the other 600-plus laws that were written down, all of those are recorded in what we know as the Old Testament, uh, the Old Covenant law, containing all kinds of laws, and including the Ten Commandments. But the thing is, as you just said, Cap, is that what all of that was meant to do It was meant to point to something else. We've got the law and the prophets. You know, Jesus talked about the two commandments, the two greatest commandments. He was asked a question, what's the greatest commandment in the law? And Jesus responded with the law. He said the two greatest commandments, love the Lord your God with all your heart, all your soul, all your mind and strength, and love your neighbor as yourself. Believe it or not, that wasn't God's will You know, Jesus said on all this hangs the law and the prophets. But here's the thing that we need to communicate with people is that the law and the prophets were not God's will. They were meant to point to God's will. And God's will, as we shared last week and as we're trying to reiterate this week and maybe expound upon, is God's will is Jesus Christ himself. So God's will wasn't for us to follow a command to love him. It wasn't his will for us to follow a command to love each other, but his will was that those commandments would point us to Jesus Christ. And in Christ, that's where our life is found. He is our hope of glory. He is our life. And once we're in him, then love is a byproduct, I guess you could say, of his life in us. Rather than it being a command that we follow, rather than us following, you shall not commit adultery, you shall not steal, you shall not bear false witness against your neighbor. Those were a shadow of what was to come. The reality is Jesus Christ, and in him, in him, everything is fulfilled. Love and everything else that we need for life and godliness and everything is fulfilled in Christ and he is in us.
0: Yeah, now under this law of the spirit of life in Christ Jesus, because the Holy Spirit within us, the, the very life of God, uh, is now our teacher. The Holy Spirit is is our teacher. We The, the rule book has been thrown out, mm-hmm. okay? It's just been set aside. Uh, it's no longer relevant under this new covenant. And now we are, are living out of the the very life of God himself instead of trying to follow a list of rules and regulations that could never none of them not one could make us right with God you know we touched briefly last week Joel on sometimes the the Gilligan's Island scriptures the, the people who like to pull a single verse out and and somehow teach from one single verse without realizing the uh, the context of, of which it's in here's another one as we continue to talk about Jesus as being the will of God manifested. In Colossians chapter 1, Paul made a statement here. I'm just going to pick up here in the middle of it. He said, for this reason, we also, since the day we heard it, do not cease to pray for you and to ask that you may be filled with the knowledge of his will in all wisdom and spiritual understanding. Paul was talking about being filled with the knowledge of God's will. And so a lot of people will take this verse and start saying things like, well, here's a teaching series, a 12 cassette teaching series (laughs) on how to understand the will of God. When if you just keep reading, (laughs) Paul is going to continue to make the point of what the knowledge of God's will is. In fact, a half a chapter later is all it takes where he says, and you, I wish I could read some of the other things he said from what I just read in verse 9, but now let's go to verse 21 in Colossians, and you who were once alienated and enemies in your mind by wicked works, yet now he has reconciled in the body of his flesh through death, to present you holy and blameless and above reproach in his sight. And he goes on from there. For the mystery which has been hidden from ages and from generations, but now has been revealed. I've got these words circled in my, in my Bible here, Joel. The mystery had been hidden for generations and ages, but now has been revealed to them. God willed to make known what are the riches of the glory of this mystery among the Gentiles, and here, here it is, which is Christ in you, the hope of glory. Uh, the mystery uh, has been revealed that the will of God is is no longer a mystery. Uh, it's, it's clearly revealed through the person of Jesus Christ, Christ in you, the hope of glory. There's the will of God.
1: Just uh, so everybody knows, we're recording this in 1987 with all these cassettes that Cap is talking about here. <laughs>
0: I know. I know, you know that's that's what's just that's what's in my memory. You know, I, I see the TV preachers out there. Uh, I, I I think I had a series one time, Joel, on how to pray. You know, this ten or twelve tape series on uh, the Lord's prayer and how to use that in your prayer life. Realizing now, the, the entire thing was an old covenant prayer to begin with.
1: Well, you're kind of cutting out a little bit there, Kat. We'll try to correct that. But anyway. This whole thing with you know people trying to figure out God's will. I mean, it's like God, what is your will for my life? Uh, and people just struggling and and a lot of times people find themselves getting distant from God because they're looking for this certain thing called God's will for my life. And I don't want to say that it's not as if God doesn't have some sort of a plan. Uh, it's it's not as if God doesn't have something. But for the most part, I think we just get up every day, uh, we live our life, we, we seek God, we ask Him, we communicate with Him, and, and He leads and guides us in various ways. But uh, I don't think that we need to be stressing ourselves out about this specific will that God has for our lives because that will, as Cap was just talking about, has has already been fulfilled because the will of God for us is Christ Jesus. It's God's will that we are in Christ Jesus, and that's what he did for us. He did for us what the law could never do. He did for us what begging for forgiveness could never do. He did for us what trying to figure things out could never do. What he did for us was he gave us his very life in us. That's his will for us, is is that we are in Christ and that he is in us we are one spirit with him that's all been granted to us and given to us as a gift i had this friend cap that we were outside i'll make this short we were outside of a chinese restaurant one time we were about to go in and he felt he needed to pray about whether we were going to go in and eat chinese or not and that to me is just taking this will of god thing just a little bit too far
0: yeah and and then when you uh When you got your fortune cookie, it said, avoid Chinese restaurants today. (laughs) That's probably what it would have said if we would have gone
1: in. But he felt, after we were done praying, that we should go to Fairway and uh,
0: get some vegetables and stuff instead. So so you didn't go to the Chinese (laughs) restaurant. So we ended up
1: not going. We sat there and bowed our heads in front of this Chinese restaurant and prayed. (laughs) This is when I was kind of new at stuff, and I thought, oh, okay, I guess this is how this works. I don't know. <laughs> I'm glad I've kind well, of gotten over that.
0: <laughs> well, and that's kind of what I was talking about, that sometimes people are always trying to figure out the will of God in every situation. And look, I just think there are times where God gives us the freedom to, to just live our lives, our lives in Christ, you know, that doesn't mean that you, know, you can't uh, seek some guidance for certain things in certain situations or that there may be more about the the will of God to learn but ultimately I think there are a lot of rabbit trails out there that sometimes confuse people <laughs> you know I'm thinking of John the Baptist too I mean he, he even sent a couple of his disciples over to Jesus and kind of asked the question are, are you really the one we're looking for I'm not sure why John asked that question but it probably had something to do with maybe if this indeed was the Christ, as John probably figured it was, that his life may have come to an end. But I love Jesus' answer was, uh, well, just go back and tell John this, the blind see, the lame walk, the lepers are cleansed, the deaf hear, the dead are raised up, and the poor have the gospel preached to them, and blessed is, is he who does not who is not offended because of me. And so I just love that answer because Jesus, who was the will of God, the reflection of of God if you've seen me you've seen the father great answer there is to the heart of God and and what he wills for mankind
1: yeah isn't it beautiful i mean i think we make this christian life out to be so difficult when really it's the beauty of the christian life is the simplicity that is in christ it's not difficult. It's not meant to be difficult. It's not meant to be hard. Sometimes when we're leaning on our own understanding instead of leaning upon Christ in us, uh, yeah, then sometimes we will you know, go through some rough patches. But really, I think what, what God wants us to get back to is, is himself. His will is Christ in us. And so we are in Christ, and he is in us, and we get up and, and live every day with this union that we have with him. The gospel is so simple, uh, but yet we can make it out to be so hard. So many people add their own rules, add their own principles, and, and, and make life in Christ all about trying to follow a certain recipe or rules and principles for life in Christ, when really God's will for us is Christ in us. So... Is there a place for rules and principles and and regulations and things like that in the Christian life? We'll talk about that next week right here on Growing in Grace at growingingrace.org. This has been Growing
0: in Grace with Mike Kapler and Joel Brzezinski, heard online through various Internet sources around the world each week. To access hundreds of past programs, visit graceroots.org. Share it with a friend and listen again next week for more Growing in Grace.